0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're just moments away as the biggest night in the history of this great organization. Are you ready? No, I said, are you
1: ready? Hey yo, smart
2: marks, what's a smart mark, a mark with a high IQ? So back in town, and we ain't in town to mess around. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, who? right here, I'm the
1: man. That's hard time. Ooh, yeah. And what's it gonna do when Hulkamania in the largest part of the world run wild on you?
3: Rich. in Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> You just made the list! The God Almighty! The God Almighty has killed Oh my God! The God is witness! He is broken in half! It's heating up here! There's a soft rock! I'm glad the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. If you smell
0: what The Rock is cooking! Two, a drop.
2: This is the loose cannon David McBee, and I'm with Yali Safire, a referee here who we've been we've been kind of following you. You've been all over the place, referee, and uh, kind of tell us uh, where all you've been lately. You've been all over.
3: Yeah, mostly right now I'm working in Kansas, uh, Missouri, Oklahoma, and I worked in Florida a little bit too. Kind of all over the place though, like you said.
2: Well, I know, uh, you know we see you go into all sorts of seminars and things like that, and you had quite a legend here tonight in the referee game with James Beard.
3: Yeah, he's like one of the best people to learn from. Like every single time he was out there in the ring, I made sure to watch his match so that I could learn as much as possible from him.
2: All right, well, tonight uh, James took a pretty good bump, but in your match you took a pretty big bump tonight too.
3: Yeah, yeah it, was, it was shocking. I wasn't expecting that. But uh, I think I recovered from it pretty good and did my best to finish the match. Well,
2: kind of tell us, uh, you know, how much work and training has gone into becoming a referee?
3: Um, back in 2014, I started training, and I did six months of that. And then I uh, made my debut in March of 2015 and just uh, have been on the road and loving it ever since.
2: All right. Now, kind of what's uh, future plans for you? What, what are you looking at? Are you trying to get to the WWE? Is that the ultimate goal?
3: Yeah, of course. I think for everybody, we want to get there. But uh, I'd also be happy to work for Ring of Honor, uh, Lucha Underground, just anywhere that will have me. Well,
2: you do a great job in the ring. I mean, you you know, we we really enjoy watching you really get into the matches. I'll tell you, any of those organizations out there watching, uh, they got to get a hold of you. How could they get a hold of you if they're watching this, if they want to contact you?
3: Uh, They can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Female Ref, or they could just type in Yali Sapphire. That's Y-A-L-I Sapphire. All right, well,
2: Yally, yeah, hopefully we can keep following up, and next time maybe you know we'll get to talk a little bit longer. But thank you so much. Finally, Cotter took us a couple times to get it. And we have a legendary person with us, the one and only Hall of Famer, James Beard. So glad to have you on the show.
1: Uh, thank you very much. It was an honor to be here, man.
2: All right now, you were a busy man tonight. You actually got called into duty calling a couple matches yeah, tonight. Yeah. Uh, you kind of had your hands full in a couple of those.
1: Yeah, it, it, was, it was fun. It's always interesting when you get in the ring with some of these guys, especially Matt Riviera. He's, a, he's, a, he's something to handle sometimes. And, you know, I always enjoy being in the ring with Jerry Lawler. He's, he's, a, he's a master. He really is. Yeah, that, that boy Bradford, you were having to keep your eye on Yeah, uh, He's a little bit of a sneaky guy. You know, you have to kind of watch out for him. I know he does stuff behind your back. You just have to have to know it and try to get as much control as you can, you know.
2: You know, the referee, I kind of think Rodney
1: Dangerfield. I get no respect. Well, that's true. I not, not a lot of acknowledgments for the referees, you know. That's a... It's kind of a shame because people don't really understand the role too much. But uh, that's kind of been one of my things in, in the last few years to try to uh, educate a little bit about that. And, and uh, it, it, you know, it, it, if the fans understood what the referee really, really does and what he's supposed to do, he's really part of, part of everything. So, um, yeah, it's an important part, too. It, I mean, it is. You've got to
2: have the ref. The timing's got to be just right out there in a lot of these matches. Absolutely, yes. Well, kind of tell us, you know, you've refereed a lot of matches. Kind of tell us, what's some of the, the biggest matches that you've ref
1: oh my goodness! Uh, I worked in Japan for about seven years and uh I worked a lot of a, a lot of uh, matches over there with for a couple of years. I worked with WWF. They had had a regular tour over there with a company that I was actually hired by, so we had regular tours with WWF wrestlers. So I worked with all those guys, you know, the Hogans and the, the Road Warriors and and just you name it, Shawn Michaels and you know the whole bit, you know. So I, I had a, had a pretty good run over there with those guys, and then you know, of course, I worked in World Class in Dallas and and, and the Global and and. Uh, uh, I've probably worked with all the best of the best for the last 30 years, 35
2: years. Well, just the organizations you named out, you know, you know world class, I think the Von Eriks, and then, yeah. you know, Japan, all the great matches they've had over there. And it seems like Japan's been revitalized these last couple of years with yeah. Kenny Omega and all that with New Japan.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and I've gotten a chance to work with New Japan guys a lot too, and I've enjoyed that. Uh, uh, and Von Erichs, you talked about them. I've actually worked with three generations of Von Erichs. You know, the Fritz and and then the the brothers, and then and now the now the uh, grandsons of Fritz, and and uh, it's always been a joy to be a, be, a, be a part of that. You know, and and they're all great guys. I love them. Yeah.
2: Well, I always enjoy the referees. I know the fans give you a lot of grief. Like, how come you can't see that? How come you can't see that? But, I mean, you guys are so vital to, you know, really a good performance in the ring.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, we did a clinic before the matches tonight, and, and that's one of, the, one of the things that we stress, you know, that the referee's role is very important. And uh, if that's neglected, and it usually is, unfortunately, these days, but uh, if that's neglected, it, you're, you're losing a big part of the match. And, uh, and, and it makes a big difference to have the right guy in there.
4: Here recently with the attack of, of Brett Hart has anything ever ever happened like that in your career
1: yeah we've had we've had fans get out of hand sometimes and you know working in different places and where they try to uh, try to attack the ring or attack a guy that that they don't like in the ring or something like that and, and you know what my job as a referee first of all is protect the wrestlers so if something like that happens, I'm going to get in between them if I get a chance to. So, And it's happened, I don't know, I do a few times in my career, you know, over the years. It's just one of those things you have to be aware of and be ready for. And, and uh, you know, when it happens, you, you want to make sure that nobody gets to the wrestlers. And, and uh, I've never had anyone get to them so far, so I've, I've been pretty lucky with that.
4: Well, that's something uh, fans at home, some of them may not know. I mean, they, a referee's job real important in the ring. Uh, a lot of training and uh, we've met some of the uh, young referees here at MSW that have trained and they've said, you know, anytime that they can be around you and watch you, they're there taking notes. What are some of the things as a ref, any advice to the young ones that are coming up and to the fans, tell them a little bit about what it's like behind the scenes as a ref, what it takes.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's a, really a complicated job. It's, it's, it's not... Uh... It's not just a matter of, of applying the rules. You have, there are a lot of responsibilities in the ring to, to, to make the match go as good as it can go and, and, and enhance it as, as much as you can enhance it. Uh, you know, you know the, the, a lot of people don't understand the intricacies of, of a referee, and, and uh, I, you know, it's one of those things I wrote about in my book, There's a whole chapter devoted to that, I, at least the way I feel it should be done. And, uh, you know, I, it's, it's, a, it's a complicated job, you know, and, and it's not something you just sit here and and, and uh, probably explain in, in a short interview like this. It's, it's a little bit more involved in that, but, you know, the, it's, a, it's something that, you know, I believe that a referee should know everything a wrestler knows. He may not be able to do the things a wrestler does, but he should know everything they know. He should understand what's going on in the ring and why. And and if you don't, then you, there's no way you can do your job. But uh, you know, it's it's a, like I said, it's a complicated complicated position to have, and, and one that I think a lot of people don't spend nearly enough time researching and learning and and doing it the way it should be done.
4: Now you're a legend, you're a referee. You say you got a book. You also got a podcast. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, something I just started. I've I've had people ask me about doing something like that over the years, and. You know, it's it's, a, it's kind of a foreign object for me, but but I've enjoyed it so far. We've had about I think uh, five or six uh, episodes so far, and, and I'm trying to get guys on there that that maybe some of the other podcasts don't normally ask to have on the on the uh, on the radio, and 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 uh, you know to, to give a different perspective of the business and, and different views of the business. Last week I had George Shire, who is a historian. Uh, you know, I, I had a, had a referee from Canada, uh, Ke- Kevin Jeffries, a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, and, you know, just trying to trying to give it a little bit different view of the business, so people can, can It's not the same old guys and the same old. It's not always about the stars in this business. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes and and underneath that that uh, people don't understand. And I want to try to give a little bit different different outlook of things. And you know, hopefully, uh, I'll get better at it, and and, and we'll have some in- interesting guests. And, and that's on offshoots, by the way, if anybody wants to, wants to watch it or listen to it. We're on Facebook. We have a have a fan page on Facebook called the, the Third Man Podcast. So it's pretty easy to find, and and uh, you just link it right up there. And, and uh, most of them are about about an hour, you know. And, and uh, we try to keep them as interesting as we can. You know, like I said, I'm 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 hopefully something that I'm becoming a little bit more comfortable with and and get better at it. You know, it's just. This side, of, this side of the camera and, and the microphone is a whole different thing than being in the ring.
2: Well I know you've got a long ways to go and I just appreciate you taking a few minutes. I mean, oh, it's, awesome. not every day you get a chance to interview a Hall of Famer, so that's pretty Hello. sweet. Hall of Famer James Beard. And uh, I realize the
0: responsibility that when you uh, induct somebody into the Hall of Fame, it's not just uh, an honor of being a friend, but it's also trying to uh, tell about their legacy because they have a Hall of Fame career. And uh, this person certainly does. I, I can tell you unequivocally, uh, without a doubt, in my mind at least, uh, I've been very blessed to work with most of the best in the business in the last 25 years. James Beard is the best referee I have ever been in the ring with. And from the time I started in wrestling at Sportatorial, when James was the one that opened the door for me uh, and gave me and help, give me a job, was Hander Ivar. I, I got to work with some of my heroes. Uh, I got to work hundreds of matches with Undertaker, with Eddie Guerrero, uh, Shawn Michaels, the guys of the Attitude Era, most of the great stars, like I say. I would not only put James Beard as one of the top referees, the top referee, i put him as one of the top stars in that same category with those guys I mentioned. Because when you try to explain to somebody that's not in the business about what a referee does it's like explaining the color blue to a, a blind person there's just no relative point but for those of us that have had thousands and thousands of matches you know how important it is and James was the few referees that I've seen could actually call a match for both guys in the ring he had a feel for this business we when we started together, James opened the door and gave, helped give me a job. He booked me in Japan the first time. Uh, we traveled all four islands there, from Hokkaido down to Komoto and Sokoku and Honshu. We traveled all over the South. We put up posters, we put up the ring, we, we booked talent. I learned the business from the ground up. If James' accolades alone, which are many, would get him in the Hall of Fame. But what he did for talent, and I'm just one of many, that is to me the true Hall of Fame characteristics of James Bears because what he did was the time-honored tradition of the veteran taking the greenhorn and showing him the ropes. And that's what James did for me over thousands and thousands of miles. We talked about the business because we love the business. I met James today at 4 o'clock. I hadn't seen him in the year, so we, we, we talk all the time on social media and by, by text. We want to talk about the business because that's what we love. And that, to me, is James Beard. And to me, there's never been a person better that has stepped in the ring as a referee. And it's my honor to induct in the 2016 Cauliflower Hour Hall of Fame. Cauliflower Alley Club, sorry. Hall of Fame. My dear friend, and to me, the best referee to ever step in a ring, James Beard.
2: talk too much,
1: so, uh, you know, I, I got a guy that could talk for me, that, that's the best thing you can do, if you're smart. Uh, and when I, when I heard that they were going to develop a, 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 an award for referees, I was really happy to hear that, not, not necessarily because of myself, because at that time I didn't know he would be considered for it, but, uh, you know, it's something that's really overlooked a lot of times. A lot of people don't, uh, especially fans, don't understand what the role of the referee is and what, what he does, and... And, uh, and for, the, for the most part, they're unappreciated and, and, and generally overlooked, and don't get a lot of recognition. And uh, you know, the, the fact that the Cauliflower Alley has, has, has seen fit to establish an award like this is uh, special to me. And, and 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 the fact that they've uh, named it after a guy like Charlie Smith, who's with not only a great referee, but but uh, is one of our greatest ambassadors and, and uh, a guy everyone loves and and, and likes and, and respects. Uh, you know, I'm incredibly honored to have my name and my career associated with Charlie's uh, and this award, and and being the first to be named for this award is. is very humbling, especially considering all the guys that have done this job and worked in this role, and, and, and some of them even here in, in this room, you know, that I respect a lot, you know, Kevin, Mickey, uh, so many of you guys out there, you know what I think about you. And uh, it's, it's something that, that uh, you know, all you guys that I work in the ring with and, and, and understand how to use a referee and work with a referee and, and help him do the things that you want him to do and, and, and tell your story and get over what you want to get over and, you Walk out of the ring knowing you made the fans feel something and feel exactly what you wanted them to feel. That's a great feeling. And, and my first thank you is to all of you that I've had the honor to do that with. And I, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. You uh, know, I have to think about the guys that I that I I learned from, that my teachers and the guys that supported me and gave me the opportunity to do that job the way that I knew, or at least the way I felt like it should be done. Uh, but, goes all the way back to Johnny Valentine, uh Brucey Smith, Skandar Akbar, Red Bastien, Gary Hart, uh, Eddie Gilbert, uh, so many of those guys that, that are gone now that, that uh, meant a lot to my career and gave me the the uh, opportunities to do the things I did and, and you know guys like Sean Mantel over there that, that they're my my good friend who I worked under as a book there and uh, now the President of the Hall of Fame, the uh, Pro Raster Hall of Fame, he's assured me that referees will be a part of that from now on. And also I also have to think, uh, remember my, my good friend, uh, Kazuo Sakurada, uh, you know, Kendo Nagasaki, who gave me all the opportunities to work in Japan. It, it really opened a lot of doors for me and, and gave me a lot of opportunities inside and outside the ring. And my NWA family over there, we're still, we're still working at it. Um, Bruce Stark has given me a lot of faith in and, and, and trying to reestablish establish that brand. And, in an honorable way, and, and all of you guys, Matt, Rob, Derek, all of you guys that I work with on a regular basis, I, you mean a lot to my, my family. And, um, you know, we're still kind of baking the cake, but um, thanks to all of you, and thanks to the Cauliflower Alley Club, I've got a pretty good start on the icing. Thank you very much.
2: Goodbye, and good night.